For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication and all the things your glory. And you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no more be termed forsaken, and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called, My delight is in her, and your land married. For the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a young woman, so shall your builder marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. Here with the Spirit is saying to the church.
was given the spirit, the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge, according to the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the discernment of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same spirit who amounts to each one individually just as the spirit chooses. Hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Each holding 20 or 30 gallons. 
he said to them, Now draw some out, and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. The steward tasted the water that had become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Canaan of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. It is not often that farm animals are in the church. 
what happens when we, in those moments, choose to be curious about what is being seen in us and listen and lean toward the unknown of our potential callings. I wonder if when we listen closely, we will hear what it is that we were born for. What is our purpose? The purpose of our lifetime or the purpose of this particular season of our life? Jesus was born to be the Messiah so that God could personally lead us and heal us and bring us joy and abundance. Mary was born to be a God-bearer to ride a donkey into Bethlehem, pregnant with Christ, to be Jesus' mom, to accompany her grown son to a wedding, and to prod him into being revealed before he thought he was ready. While I do not buy into the ideas of fate or predestination, I do believe that we have various individual gifts and callings and that we need to listen for the place where our best self meets the world's need. I have seen and experienced that that intersection of our best self and the world's needs is often noticed by others before we ourselves can discern it. After the wedding at Cana, the next time we see Mary in the Gospel of John is at the foot of the just as she rode into Bethlehem on a donkey, her son rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. And now his work, the work that she helped to prepare him for, that she prodded him into, this work was finished on the cross while she looked on. And yet, even now, Jesus' work is not finished. His mission and his ability to reveal God's glory continues because he has us. He came and he taught us and he equipped us. If we but discern and step into our callings and live into God's purposes, then through us, God can continue to transform this world. How can we not but yearn for the transformative work of God to be done here on earth amidst the news of the day. Racial tension continues even as we celebrate the work of Martin Luther King this weekend. Tension in the Anglican Communion heightens even as our presiding and archbishops from around the world gather together at the Eucharistic table in Canterbury. What can our purpose possibly be in light of all that is happening? I wonder if our purpose together is simply to keep moving forward. Some 50 years ago, Martin Luther King Jr. said this, If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. It is clear that racial tension and discrimination are still with us, but we can keep moving forward.
forever live the King doing your gifts. Until we pass the torch to the next generation, or until oppression of anyone is a thing of the past. In a statement that he made on Friday, just a couple days ago, our presiding bishop, Michael Curry, said this, We must claim the high folly of love and faith, loving even those with whom we disagree. And then he said the following to all who would listen, God loves you. God bless you. You keep the faith, and we move Thank God that Bishop Curry is prodding us forward. Thank God that Martin Luther King Jr. kept moving forward. Thank God that Jesus Christ, prodded by his mother, kept moving forward. Thank God that even a humble donkey made her way forward, carrying the light of Christ on her back. May we do the
Church of Our Savior, Brooklyn. St. Paul's Church, Brooklyn. Episcopal Chaplaincy at Boston University, Brooklyn. And the Diocesan Council. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve. I ask your prayers for my our presiding bishop, for Alan and Gail, our bishops. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. I ask your prayers for Barack, our president, and Charlie, our governor. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. We pray especially for Ada, Pat and Bob, Will, John, Ann, Ruth, Barbara, June, Tom and the Bridges family, Heather, Jay and Andrea, Ingeborg, Lucas, Claire, Mary, Catherine, Martha, Susie Kimisara, Joanne, Dor Joanne, Dorothy, Tom, John, Minnie, Kathy, Kristen, Alice, Ellen, Ed, Susan, Eric, Peter, Kirsty, Eric, Gail, Jim, Wynn, Harry, Aliona, Wynn and Jenny, Spencer and Louisa, Olive, Deborah, Edie, those without jobs, those serving in the military, and all who work for peace. Are there others? Have compassion on those who suffer from angry or trouble. Give to the departed eternal rest. We can pray to recover the souls of Liz Bears, Trinity Christian, and White and Kevin O'Connor, Betsy McCord, Mark Royce, Boris, dear friends, Nikki, long-time special friend of the Rossboro, and Richard Connor. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. Almighty God, to whom our needs are known before we ask, help us to ask only in accordance with your will. Those good things which we dare not in our blindness cannot ask. Grant us for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess 
here two weeks from today at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, included on that program will be uh, Misa Brevis by Benjamin Britton and works by Mendelssohn and Purcell and others. So I hope you can join us. And if you can't, I hope you can spread the word for me. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. There is no youth group this afternoon because of the three-day weekend, but we will be back together next Sunday. We're getting looks from
and that's made up of lay people as well as clergy. So these old guys, they gather together, bring them on together. They aren't going to tell the rest of the church what to do, because our church is broader than that. I want to be something that uh, our own presiding bishop said regarding our position. He said, I think he said this in the gathering of Hanover, our commitment to be an inclusive church is not based on a social theory or capitulation to the ways of the culture, but to our belief that the outstretched arms of Jesus on the cross are a sign of the very love of God reaching out to us all. The church is for everyone. No one should be excluded. That's the position our church will always hold. Pray for the church. Amen. Amen. And finally, uh, this bears a 
and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Because in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have caused a new light to shine in our hearts, to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy Spirit, 